Kyle, I'm going to ask you a risky question right now. Okay. Do you have a favorite joke? Oh, God. Or like a favorite kind of joke, a favorite format of joke? I know. I've opened such a can of worms right now. (laughs) Okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you what your your is, and you can tell me what mine is. Because I I feel like you can tell me what mine is. (laughs) (laughs) So you tell me what mine is first, because I have to think about what yours might be. (laughs) I mean, without a doubt, yours is anything that ends with an ER. (laughs) Followed up by. By, uh, I hardly know her. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And and it should be said, I like it whether it makes sense or not. Yes. <laughs> I in fact I like it better when it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> your favorite, I mean, I don't know if this counts as a joke, but your favorite funny thing is just if someone asks you a question, you want to come up with a ridiculous answer. Yeah. But the trouble is you can never think of one right away. <laughs> so Really, Kyle's favorite joke is a very pregnant pause leading up to what is probably not a good enough joke to be worth the pause. It's just the the funny comes from the fact that I spend so long and so much energy trying to keep someone with me. Yeah, yeah. The funny is in the exasperation of your conversation partner. Don't move on. We can't do anything else until I come up with something. I know that you are asking a legitimate question of where we want to go for lunch, but I cannot let us move on with that conversation. Absolutely true. Without a doubt, 100%. (laughs) Welcome to Butter No Parsnips. Every week on Butter No Parsnips, your hosts Emily Moyers and Kyle Imperator take you on an adventure through the weird, wacky, wonderful, and sometimes even wicked world of one wayside word. Strange characters, delightful bits, and general joyousness abound. Join them as they test each other's etymological expertise. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to, um, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Butter No Parsnips. <laughs> I'm Kyle Imperator. And I'm Emily Moyers. And that is what it's like to talk to Kyle. <laughs> but 10 times worse. Absolutely. <laughs> and don't give me a list of three things to name because no, I'm naming them all. <laughs> And not a single one will be serious. And it'll take nine years. Yeah. (laughs) And it'll take nine years off my life. Speaking of taking nine years off your life, (laughs) Emily, I hear you've been doing research into a word. I do. And it's a really good word. Okay. uh, What is the word? Tell it to me. Kyle, the word is abderian. A-B-D-E-R-I-A-N. Oh, my God. Abderian. Oh, what the hell is going on here? Emily, is this just like, uh, so like, okay, we talked about ABC series. Yeah, and I just ABC thought I'd chop Darian. off a couple letters yeah. and see how we do. <laughs> and ABC Darian was a school teacher. So is like an AB Darian, like a bad school teacher? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not an AB Darian. It's just an Abdarian. 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 Okay. Noun. No. Adjective. Yes. Someone can be Abdarian. Yes. To be Abdarian means that you come from a planet of ab workouts. <laughs> the concept of ab workouts. <laughs> where they originated. Yeah, you got it, Kyle. A language origin is Latin. Classic. 
Uh, more classic. Uh, <laughs> Hebrew. <laughs> <No>. Greek. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I meant more classic as in we do it more. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, fair. It's all Greek to us, which is a joke we make every time we do a Greek word. It really is. <laughs> anyway, Abderian describes... Okay. Do you want a clue, What's buddy? the hint? Yeah, what's yeah. the clue? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the one word clue I have is jester. Jester! Oh, I, I've upset you. <laughs> <laughs> Does this have something to do with the pattern on his clothing? Hey, Kyle, remember how the question at the top relates to the word? Oh, fudge. <laughs> okay, so Abderian means is a type of joke format used by court jesters wherein <laughs> they would say something, uh, knock, knock, who's there? A loaf of bread, loaf of bread, who? I'm going to hit you in the head with a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> that's Ab- that's Abdarian. I mean, it's a great joke, but it's not what the word means. <laughs> okay, I, tell it to me, Emily. Uh, so Abdarian is an adjective that means foolish, absurd, or inclined to incessant merriment or laughter. It is often used as part of the phrase Abdarian laughter. Oh. Which means sort of incessant. I've never heard of that phrase. Yeah. And I feel like I'm someone this could apply to. <laughs> so it's either being said in secret or... <laughs> it's just behind your back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emily, tell me more about Abderian. So you were kind of right when you said this describes something from a place. You said another oh. planet, but <laughs> <laughs> it is in fact a reference to Abdera, an ancient Greek city or polis. In the Thrace region of ancient Greece. Oh, Thracian, huh? Thracian. And so the Abdarian in English, uh, we have the first written evidence of it in the 1650s, which makes sense because that's when a lot of the first English dictionaries were being written. But its roots in Greek, as just a reference to this place, go back to around the 4th century CE. Is that because that's when that place existed that's when that place was i think just falling out of prominence and i will explain in a moment why this word comes out as abdera is falling out of vogue some sort of like nero playing the fiddle but it's a court (laughs) jester dancing on a building we will see we will see in addition to the word abdarian there is the adjective abderin which just means related to or from abdera And I think Abdarian can also be used to mean from Abdera. It just has this extended meaning of foolish, which again, we will get to in a moment. Okay. Um, I'm patient. But tell me now. (laughs) Well, first, I want to just talk about the name Abdera, because it's interesting. It doesn't mean anything. It's just the name of the place. It originally comes from Phoenician. Abdera Mm. was a Phoenician settlement that got like amalgamate, like a bunch of settlements kind of amalgamated into this larger polis, this larger city. And the Phoenician language was like the common bridge language among the Mediterranean at the time like across all those settlements across the Mediterranean Sea, like Phoenician was the bridging language amongst them all. So that was where a lot of place names and words came from. It's interesting to think how much smaller languages used to be, you know, and how many more of them there were. Because like there was just such a more limited range of travel. So the language couldn't go far. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I must have been so hard to go other places. Wow, that's why we're afraid of other people, huh? Because if they just spoke different things. 
Boy, Kyle's going to solve war <laughs> tonight on this podcast. <laughs> so that's the that's like the real origin of Abdera. But the ancient Greeks came up with, just invented a different origin for the name of the city. Oh, what? Okay. <laughs> so they just they didn't f- like it. <laughs> they formed this Greek legend, like as part of Greek mythology, that yeah. Abdera was named for a classic divine hero, Abderus, who, in the course of his heroic deeds, is eaten by man eating horses. Okay. And after his death, Abderus's fellow divine hero, Heracles. Who is also known as, any guesses, Kyle? Hercules. Yes, Hercules founded the city Abdera in, I guess, in Abderus's honor. His honor? (laughs) Wow, they really skipped over that in the Disney movie. (laughs) My friend was eaten by man-eating horses. Yeah, and these were like special man-eating horses. They're like named. I can't, I didn't write down what they are, but they're like particular, there's like four... Uber horses that eat Uber, people. Uber horses. <laughs> Uber horses, just the new... The new ride-sharing app. <laughs> yeah, Uber's really breaking into Amish territory. <laughs> yeah, because there's lots of Amish using their web app. <laughs> it's a bulletin board. <laughs> a cork board. Okay, the Greeks are kind of like crazy, huh? Freaky, yeah, I, even. A, a running theme on our podcast. The Greeks are a little crazy. <laughs> It's just like, uh, you don't need to come up with a whole human Truly, to just like, describe the way something could be named. It could, that could just be a name. It's the name of the place. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, wow. It's such a tragic backstory. All right. Uh, that's not funny. So I'm waiting to hear where the humor okay, comes in. Okay. Well, yes. So Kyle and listeners at home, you're probably wondering why a word which ostensibly just means related to the Greek polis, abdera, also means foolish or inclined to incessant laughter yes uh wait hold on together everyone yes we are wondering that (laughs) how hot is it (laughs) (laughs) so abdera was like a pretty prominent wealthy city in the early centuries of the common era but by the fourth century abdera had i guess become less uh, wealthy and successful and had somehow gained a reputation for being a city of fools and i'm not I mean, sure it's a how real real turnaround there it is i'm not i couldn't find like a reason why it got this reputation i guess it was just like a stereotype at the time that like caught on but there are plenty of like written examples from the time of abdera just being like the butt end of jokes because everyone thought all the citizens were idiots. Wow. I want to name modern analogies to this situation, but I feel like I will anger a lot of people. (laughs) I did did almost ask, Kyle, do you know any cities of fools? There's a bunch of like cities of fools mythologies across the world. One of them was, um, I think, an English village called Gotham. And the reason that Gotham from Batman is named Gotham is it was meant to like insinuate that oh, all the citizens of Gotham are foolish. Fools. That's pretty cool. Yeah. There's like layers in there. About Abdera, I have a quote here from a letter that Cicero, our main oh. man Cicero, <laughs> Cicero wrote describing a debate in the Roman Senate. He writes, quote, here was Abdera, but I wasn't silent. Basically saying of the debate, they were all being idiots, and I told them as much. (laughs) So funny. Here was Abdera, like, 
the city was in the Senate. Yeah, yeah. Here oh was Abdera, but I wasn't silent. <laughs> That's so good. You know, gotta love that guy. Really, really not a great life he lived, but gotta love him. He told it like it was, you know? <laughs> Unfortunately, and that's I think that's how he died. <laughs> uh, but Kyle, it gets even better. I also have something here from a book titled Philogelos, or The Jests of Hierocles and Philagrius. And okay. Philogelos is Greek for love of laughter. And get ready for this, Kyle, because Philogelos is, as far as we know, the world's oldest joke book. Oh, my God. Please tell me it has one joke in it, and it's a Yo Mama joke. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. It has plenty of jokes. Kyle, what kind of jokes do you think are in the first ever joke book from the fourth century? Oh, my God. Jokes like, what does a ghost eat for breakfast? Blueberry pancakes. (laughs) Uh, but in ancient Greek. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Keep uh, okay, going. yeah. Two more, which we've discussed. <laughs> Rule of three. to happen now. <laughs> one is uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. You know that one. Yeah, That's yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah. Classic. A classic. And the third one is like a real racist one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just absolutely. We, we couldn't even yeah. say it on air. <laughs> yeah, just like... It's just horrible. Well, but that is basically what it has, because these absolute punsters, Hierocles and Philagrius, have got a whole section, 28 jokes, about how dumb the people of Abdera are. Oh my god. Emily. So so Kyle, now you gotta you gotta imagine. You gotta have a picture in your mind. I'm up on stage with with my microphone with long coil and my little towel to wipe up sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we're yeah, in yeah. like a hole in the wall comedy uh-huh. club in Manhattan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Please welcome Philagrilos. In Abdera, an ass entered a gymnasium unseen and upset the olive oil. The citizens assembling sent for all the asses in the city. Having brought them into one place, as a warning, they flogged the ass before them all. (laughs) Hey, I'm having fun up here, folks. Hey, a citizen of Abdera, having heard that onions and turnips cause wind, and being on a voyage when there was a great sea, having filled a sack, he hung it from the stern of the boat. Ooh, yeah. You suck. Abdera sucks. <laughs> They're all like that. <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean, honestly, like not too far from a, an actual punchline. Yeah. I mean, the ones that I pulled are the good ones. <laughs> right, sure, there's, sure. For some reason, there's a lot of eunuch-related jokes. <laughs> well, I mean, they're just, they're just, you know, God's Inherently joke. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it just so funny that someone has uh, turned this person into a eunuch? <laughs> Probably against their will. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But what's hilarious is I got to the end of that chapter on Abdera, and then I turned the page in internet archive where i was reading and like the next chapter is jokes about another place so oh so they've gone for a bunch of cities fun of everybody oh my god i love it 
I mean, it's like, you know, New Jersey. It's like all those jokes. Yeah, truly. It's just regional humor mocking other regions. <laughs> That's so good. I like to think of, what were their names again? Hierocables and Philagino? Perfect. Or the other two comedians, Hierocles and Philagrius. <laughs> Hierocles and Philagrius. I like to think of them as like morning radio hosts, you know? Yeah, like shock jockeys. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, you're at Hierocles and Philagrilos in the morning. <laughs> hey, did you hear about the news today? You hear about this thing, though? <laughs> As for the origin of Abderian laughter, the citizens of Abdera also had a reputation for being so foolish that they laughed at anything they didn't understand. So they just thought it was hilarious? Or like a nervous laugh? Yeah, maybe like a nervous laugh or just, oh, I don't get this, but I'm assuming it's a joke, yeah. so I'm going to laugh. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's something we need a word for, so that's good. There you go. And Kyle, this idea of the laughing citizens of Abdera may or may not be tied up in the legend of Abdera's most famous citizen. And here, I'm going to hand it over to you, Kyle. Kyle, would you mind telling our listeners about the philosopher Democritus? Oh! (laughs) Emily! (laughs) Democritus of Abdera? Emily! (laughs) Kyle had to leave. He was so excited he left. Now he's a ghost. (laughs) Oh my god. Now I have to try and remember what I remember about Democritus. Well, what is is his uh, nom de plume? (laughs) Just being the laughing philosopher. The laughing philosopher. (laughs) He was Abderan? He was from Abdera, yep. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love this. (laughs) Yeah, so stories of why Democritus laughed so much differed. Some accounts say that he was just an especially cheerful individual, and even that having a cheerful approach to life was part of his philosophy. But other accounts say that he was laughing, and this is the one that you alluded to in a prior episode, that Democritus laughed so much because he alone saw the follies of man and the absurdity of existence yeah. and just thought, what a ridiculous thing we're doing here. <laughs> I mean, that that's a, like a much cooler way to be a fool. You know, he's like, nah, everyone else is that you think I'm the fool, but everyone else is the fool because I yeah. get life, you know? Yeah, I'm the only one who sees how freaking yeah. crazy all this is. Yeah. <laughs> But in any case, Democritus was also known for being a very intelligent thinker of the time and a respected philosopher. And people were sort of amazed that such a man could have come from Abdera. I have a quote here from the Roman poet Juvenal, who says that Democritus is proof, quote, that exemplary men of excellence can be born in a dense climate in a country of morons. (laughs) Unquote. <laughs> uh, I don't know if dense there is intended to be. Uh, uh, Absolutely. But it's so good. That's a pun. Yeah. Because he then follows it up with a country of morons. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so really good. we're not entirely sure whether the idea of Abdarian laughter emerged from Democritus's title of the laughing philosopher or sure. maybe the other way around, but it seems likely that the two are related. Oh, I love that. Oh, Emily, this is great. I have one more thing I want to talk about, especially mm-hmm. while we're on the subject of philosophy. Oh. It would seem that the German philosopher Immanuel Kant also saw the follies of man 
the Democritus okay, sure. did. Yeah. He wrote in his 1798 book, The Conflict of the Faculties, quote, bustling folly is the character of our species. People hastily set off on the path of good, but do not persevere steadfastly upon it. And he goes on to explain how it is in the nature of humanity to oscillate between good and evil, quote, in order to avoid being bound to a single goal, even if only for the sake of variety. <laughs> I mean, truly, yeah, I think that's how I live my life, man. Yes. And Kant talks about this idea of inertia versus stagnation and how humanity will either continually regress towards evil or continually progress towards good, or live in, quote, eternal stagnation in its present stage of moral worth among creatures. And he says, this third assertion we can term abderitism, a perpetually Ab changing upward tendency and an equally frequent profound relapse. Oh, that's very good. I mean, a good use of uh, that term, you know? Yeah. So, Kyle, we have abderin from the Greek city, abdera, city of fools, Abderian, foolish or prone to incessant laughter, and abderitism, the philosophy that humanity's morality will never advance nor decay beyond its current state. Amazing that so many terms have come from this one place. Yeah, that you've never heard of, that no one's that ever I've heard of. That I've never heard of. Yeah, truly. I mean, now I want to visit what is used to be abdera. <laughs> Yeah, and I see if there's any fools there still. <laughs> well, there will be if we go there. <laughs> ah, but up, um, Kyle, yes. since you're such a since you're such a a jokester, uh huh. Do you think you can use Abdarian in a sentence? No. No. All right. Well, that's <laughs> fine. Hey, you know, know your okay. limits. Okay, so like if like Abdarian laughter is the laughter of fools, is that what it is? Or just like too much laughter, a lot of laughter. Or too much laughter, a lot of jollity merriment. Yeah. Okay, um, listeners of our podcast <laughs> <laughs> may listen to our episode where we originally talked about Democritus and find my laughter over the situation to be Abdarian. <laughs> Yes, and that episode is Conjuries, <laughs> if anyone is interested. <laughs> really, uh, great word, Emily. Abdarian, I mean, uh, there's this indelible image in my head of a, of a city of fools now. Yeah. And like, I, I, I just love that, I, that idea of all of these. Well, I mean, I guess it's really sad because I guess we're always living in a city of fools, huh? Boy, are we all. But let's, let's lead into the foolhood and play a oh. little game. The coxcombliness. The coxcombliness. And with the game. Kyle, your game today is called Laughable Limericks. Ooh. So part of the reason I wanted to talk about this word, Abdarian, is that it allows us to talk about some other laughter-related words. Okay. So I wanted to run through a few of those, and I thought, what's the silliest, most Abdarian way that I can define <laughs> these words for you. What about in limericks? Oh my god. Wait, so you're going to define a word in a limerick and I have to you got to finish the, the limerick, Kyle. Oh I'm going to say gosh. everything oh, but the last word. Did you write limericks for this game, I Emily? have four limericks for you, Kyle. Oh my gosh, this is the best episode ever. <laughs> Alright, you ready for your first one? Yes. The age last bears a sad epitaph and cuts the comedian's confidence in half. 
You might say tough room, but don't speak too soon. This audience member simply can't. Kyle's dead. Laugh. Laugh. Very good. <laughs> yes. I didn't think it would. I was like, it can't be that. It can't be laugh. It's got to be something harder than that. <laughs> no, it is. An ageist, A-G-E-L-A-S-T, is a person who cannot laugh. Okay. So I was really caught up on that. I had no idea what you said. That's fair. That's fair. I'm giving you new words right in the middle yeah, of the limerick. <laughs> ageist. Oh, that's, that's great that there's a word for that. Yes. An ageelastic is the adjectival form. Meaning oh, a uh, person who can't laugh. It's also my underwear, aged elastic. <laughs> aged elastic, <laughs> yes. And there is also gelastic, which it just means you can laugh. Oh. And age elastic is just the prefix A negating it. Sure. All right, next one. Gelatology is a good way to get a grin. It's a study you'll not want to jettison. Giggling might be effective. That is, from a health perspective, laughter really might be the best... He's given a good long pause for the audience to get it. Medicine. Medicine. Very good. It's tough because it was a bit of a slant rhyme. There weren't a lot of rhymes for medicine. I was trying to fit it into the rhythm and I just said sin. And I was like, <laughs> wait, I don't know if that works. That's not a word. Yes. Gelatology. G-E-L-O-T-O-L-O-G-Y is the study of laughter's effects on the body and your psychology and physiology. And how it could be beneficial. Is that currently studied or is that an It is. Older it's it's term? sort of like alternative medicine. Altmed is what I call it. Altmed. Next one is the catchinator sticks out in a crowd. His resonance is cause to be proud. When his cackle erupts, it always disrupts. It's simply too sudden and too Loud. Loud, that's right. Uh catchinator C A C C H I-N-A-T-O-R is someone who laughs very loudly and abruptly and possibly at inappropriate times. And that also can have the verb form to catchinate. That is great. That yeah. is good. That is good stuff. Like at a funeral, you would catchinate. Sure. And that that's what most people do at funerals, At an inappropriate right? time. <laughs> well, that's yeah. what Democritus did. <laughs> yeah, it is. Emily, these are so good. I love these. And I honestly want this to go on for the next 30 minutes. <laughs> well, it'll probably only go on for the next one because I've got Read one left. slow. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to because this word is a mouthful. Okay. Gargalesthesia might make you sickly and want to run away rather quickly. Both the word and the feeling could send you reeling. It's the feeling of being all... Sickly. I said sickly. <laughs> Uh, prickly. No. Dickly. <laughs> Think about things tickly. that make you tickly. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Gargalesthesia, Gargalesthesia is the feeling of being tickled. It is G-A-R-G-A-L-E-S-T-H-E-S-I-A. Gargalesthesia. <laughs> Gargalesthesia. Yeah. I want to get that the next time I go in for a procedure. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't you get your wisdom teeth out? <laughs> yeah. All right. Would you like the anesthesia or the gargalesthesia? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you probably wouldn't stay still on the second one. You'd just bring out a giant bag of feathers. <laughs> Kyle, 
I don't know if the last one counts. I'll say you're three and a half out of four. Yeah, Very well done. <laughs> and that's all I got. Emily, those were incredible. Also, four great laughter-related words. Yeah. Like, really useful words, but so is Abdarian. I mean, honestly, a great, fun, laughter-related episode. This one's for all of you jokesters out there. Hey, all you, all you, yep, what Kyle said. Yeah, all you punsters and funsters and... And catchinators. Fortune themesters. Yeah, and that one too. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening and laughing and catchinating at our jokes, because I'm sure (laughs) they were all something that you would catchinate about. They were all in the middle of funerals. (laughs) Yeah. And remember that you can find Butter No Parsnips on social media, on Facebook, and on Instagram at Butter No Parsnips Podcast. And if you liked today's episode, consider giving us a five-star rating or review wherever you chuckled at us. <laughs> and if you really chuckled at today's episode, consider donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash butternoparsnips. Donating $5 or more earns you a shout-out either on social media or here on the podcast. Thanks so much to all of you. You help us make what we make. And with that, I've been Emily Moyers. And I've been Kyle Imperator. And this has been uh, Butter No Parsnips. Thank you for listening to Butter No Parsnips. Butter No Parsnips is produced by Seth Glicksman, Emily Moyers, and Kyle Imperator. The theme music and additional music is by Kyle Imperator. If you liked listening to this episode, subscribe and give us a good rating and or positive review wherever you heard it. If you really liked listening, consider donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash butternoparsnips. There you can get bonus content you can't get anywhere else, like the monthly Patreon-exclusive podcast Buttered Parsnips. Your support means the world to us and encourages us to keep making more. Thanks in advance, and we'll be back next week.